I spent the last 10 years teaching corporate America leadership and teamwork. Now, I've left my 9 to 5 job to help as many people as possible become leaders in their work and personal lives. Some say leaders are born, but I say they're built. This podcast is the beginning of my mission to create change on a massive scale. Join me and follow along as we explore leadership, teamwork, and growth together. My name is Brian Rollo, and this is Lead with Impact. Hello and welcome to Lead with Impact. I am Brian and I am happy to have you along for the ride. We have a special episode today. I'm very excited to speak to leadership coach Nicole Harrop. Nicole has a great story and she's going to share that with us and I'm looking forward to talking to her and taking some value from that. So let me tell you a little bit about her. Nicole Harrop has been in different leadership positions going on eight years now. Her journey into leadership was a rocky one, which led her to branch out into becoming a women's leadership coach to help women get promoted at work and avoid so many of the struggles that she encountered along the way. She wants to see more women in leadership roles, and she hopes to be an inspiration to help you get there. So I'm excited to talk to Nicole. Let's get to it. Our guest today is leadership coach Nicole Harrop. We're very fortunate to have Nicole with us today. Welcome, Nicole, and thanks for being on the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited. Excited to have you here, too. So, you are a leadership coach, but you weren't always. You had a journey to get there. So, could you tell us a little bit about your journey from where you started, sort of, to where you are now? Sure. So to sum it up short and sweet, because it's definitely a long story, uh, I started uh, when I moved down to Salt Lake City from a smaller town about an hour and a half north of here. I started working for a company that helped plan vacations, and I thought it was such a great job and loved what I did and uh, had the opportunity to uh, promote within that company, but it was definitely a struggle. Uh, there were many obstacles along the way, and I mostly struggled with tenure. It was a company that has been around for many years, and tenure was something that was important to them when I felt like I was doing great things within the short amount of time I was there. Uh, I also dealt with some sexual harassment and other judgments, people telling me that if I got promoted, it was only based on my looks, and so that brought on some insecurities as well. Uh, But it was about two years into my journey there that I had a manager who saw how much I was doing and the impact I was making with the team before I ever had an actual title of leader and uh, took that chance on me. So I got promoted there and was a team leader for two years and did some really great things, had additional challenges, but loved it there. And I had the opportunity to be recruited to another company that was new to the Valley. And it was scary to take a leap into something new when I was working for a place that had so much everything was set and I knew everything for that company so going into the unknown was scary and again I faced some adversity when leaving that company why leave such a great opportunity for something I really didn't know what I was going into 
but I had great support system uh, with my manager who had originally promoted me and I moved, uh, took a lateral move to this new company and within a few months there, I uh, got another promotion to become a manager and helped lead uh, our training program as well, something I had never done, uh, but they saw the potential in me, so I ran our training program as well as a team for just over a year, had a bunch of different titles there, um, actually ended up getting laid off three years into my career there which was devastating. Uh, I had just found out I was pregnant, so it was a very emotional time. And then I found another opportunity um, working for a company that was in a similar growth phase, so it felt like a startup, which I had really enjoyed, and ended up uh, working there while I was pregnant. And in the end, uh, there were some things that were going on that I didn't that weren't in alignment with my integrity. So I ended up not going back after my maternity. And then again, because of some great connections, found the job um, that I have been working at and am still at right now um, while I transition into uh, my other uh, leadership coaching business. So I've been a business manager for a luxury leather goods company for the last year plus And have loved that as well, and uh, recently started getting into leadership coaching, which is really where my passion is, where my passion lies. So that is an incredible journey. Let's go back if we can, and I want to talk. There's so much there. I want to go back and dissect it a little bit. So your first position, you said your manager came to you. If I got this right, please correct me if I don't. Your manager came to you and recognized some things in you and asked you to sort of help with leadership. What were those things you think that you were doing that he recognized? Sure, great question. So I helped as a backup trainer to new hires who were coming in and going through training as well as once they first got on their phone calls. And he was watching what I was doing uh, to see my potential. And that's kind of when he approached me saying, you've got great things going on. I know there are some perception issues and other things that are kind of going against you. And he basically was saying he wanted to help advocate for me for an opportunity to uh, promote when that became available. And that led you eventually into going to your second company? Yeah, so uh, I've always been, like, prided myself on being the best that I can in each position that I'm in and being kind of that go-to person, subject matter expert. And I think that is really what has helped me stand out in a crowd is everyone comes to me for the different questions or concerns that they have that are going on. And yeah, once I uh, promoted into that position and had been a team leader for two, almost two years, uh, someone at the company I had worked for also had seen the great things that I was doing with my team in that new position. So when a recruiter had reached out to them they provided my name uh, anonymously. So when the recruiter reached out, I had no idea who ever it was who said that I might be interested in a change. 
and I'm forever grateful that they did because it was one of the uh, greatest blessings is moving to that company. So what was motivating you then to take the lead, to go the extra mile to help the people around you to such an extent that others saw it and wanted to promote you? I think it's just something that's been in me from a very young age. I care for everyone around me and want them to do their best. And whether or not I had leader in my title, I wanted to be uh, seen as a leader. And by doing so, it was helping my team members be successful. And a big part of that was knowledge. Uh, by knowing many things and feeling confident in the knowledge, uh, a lot of other things came very easily to me. So uh, I built strong, solid foundations because of my knowledge from, you know, learning things as soon as they came out. And then going from there, it was easy to gain their trust and have them, you know, confide in me and see that because I want to help other people, um, even sometimes above myself, then I really think that that is a great trait for a leader. So once you, once you got recognized, you still had some of these hurdles that we talked about. Who helped you along the way? Sure. Um, in my journey through all the different uh, leadership positions that I had, uh, I created great relationships along the way. Uh, the manager who had originally promoted me, I've been friends with since, I mean, almost probably like seven years now, uh, since my journey into leadership. So I guess going closer on to eight years. Uh, the cool part of that is when he took a chance on me uh, and then I promoted to that other company, there was opportunities down the road where I was able to bring him on to that same company as well. So we worked together in a job after that. So it was really cool that, you know, he took a chance on me originally. And then later on, I had the opportunity to kind of pay that back and bring him on. So we were as equals at that point, both being managers uh, for that other company. So he's definitely one of my greatest mentors, uh, believing the best in people. Uh, is really what he's the greatest at, seeing their potential uh, and really kind of mentoring me into uh, that as well. And, uh, of course, friends and family to help me along the way as well. But I've had some really, really great mentors, and he's one of them. I always say that, to me, that's the best part of being a leader. Not necessarily that situation you spoke about, but just in general to be able to help people along their journey. And when you can feel like you had a part of that, even if it's like the tiniest, tiniest part, sometimes to the other people, it's not the tiniest part. It might seem to us like it, but when you can help somebody, I think that just makes all the struggle so worth it. Yeah, and I think that's why I was feeling pulled or called to take the transition and uh, really start investing in myself and becoming a women's leadership coach because I've seen the difference that, you know, it's made in me with people believing in me and providing me a little bit of support. 
And I wish I had more of that uh, inspiration uh, from a female type leader uh, because I had great mentors and most of them have been men. And I would love to be that figure for other women uh, to be that extra level of um, relatability. And there's such a need for that too. But I wanted to circle back to something you said in the very beginning. You talked about some of your challenges and the hurdles and even things up to the point of sexual harassment, which we're much more aware of today, thankfully, but it hasn't always been the case. So I wanted to ask you throughout your journey, do you think you had to overcome extra hurdles because you were a female trying to progress in leadership? Um, I go back and forth on that one because my pride wants me to say, no, I can do anything regardless if I'm male or female, but I do believe women and men are viewed differently in general, uh, without, you know, kind of, you judge someone by the, their look or you just judge someone, um, at the first time you meet them and it's just inherently you make a judgment and, for men and women, that's different. The way they respond to things is is taken different. Uh, whereas a man can come off as confident and assertive, and a woman providing the same response comes off as bossy or demanding. Uh, so, I definitely think that in some ways, I I struggled. Uh, maybe more so internally because when people would comment, as I mentioned, that I, I I do, I am an attractive woman. And when people would say that that was the only thing that got me to where I was at the time, it was really frustrating. So maybe part of me also pushed even harder to be the best at what I was doing to prove that it definitely had nothing to do with my looks. Um, and yeah, sexual harassment is, is, is frustrating. And I unfortunately ran into it at more than one place and, uh, I never wish that on anyone and can hope that it's something that women feel more open to speaking about. My situation, I feel like is not even close to what other women have had to suffer through, but I am always open to talking about my story and how that affected me. So, so do you think that we are doing better as a workplace society in regards to that? Depending on the place, yes, I think there are some really great cultures. Uh, right when I was out of high school, I worked for a communication, like a phone communication company, and that was the first place I ran into some harassment, uh, and I had reported it, and my boss had found out and honestly like cracked a joke about it. So instantly I knew that company was not for me. I didn't see a future there if that's how my concerns were going to be treated. So, um, I, that's when my journey moved to a new city and I wanted a fresh start. And, you know, at, at my new company that I was with, where I had, um, this sexual harassment again, when it was reported, it was dealt with very discreetly for respect of all parties. And the, uh, gentleman who, um, 
sexually harassed me and other women was terminated immediately. So I very much respected that and think that companies are making huge strides and uh, I hope that it just continues to get better where that is taken with no, you know, understanding that it's, it's a very fine line. And once that's crossed, there should be severe, you know, boundaries and punishments. Well, I'm sorry you had to go through that. It should never happen. And uh, there's no, there's no making it better. But I guess I have to ask you, and hopefully this is a tactful way to ask, but Tell me if it isn't. Has going is is going through this as horrible as it was put you in a position maybe to be able to provide guidance to other women who are wanting to become leaders and might have to face similar challenges. Sure, I think going through something like that firsthand helps me understand and empathize from such a close place in my heart that I can relate so much easier to other women and again like I said my story is nothing like some others who have gone through some horrific things uh, that I imagine are very traumatic but yeah I think it makes me much more relatable and um, I am so understanding of how that makes a woman feel uh, for her own worth and how to help overcome that because it can be a huge setback in your own career if that happens to you. And it's unfortunate because it happened to you. You didn't choose for that to happen. So to feel set back by that is really frustrating. I can't imagine. So let's fast forward. Mm -hmm. At some point, like you said, you decided you wanted to be a leadership coach. So how does that happen? What's that look like? What's the discussion in your head? And then how do you go about becoming a leadership coach? How do you turn yourself into that? Sure. Uh, Yeah, so towards the end of 2018 is when I started doing some more self-reflection, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my career. I had been with some great startups, had many challenges, have had so much fun with that. And now I'm trying to decide, you know, what is next for me. And uh, I had been listening to different podcasts and opened up kind of my mindset to new things and thought, you know what, I... I feel called to be a coach of some sort, and when I really thought about it, I was driving in my car, and I was like, you know what, I, it's a leadership coach, it's what I I struggled to get to a leadership position, Um, I had struggles along the way, but I've also had many amazing things happen to me, for me, and to be able to share that with other women is what really resonated with me the most. Uh, I would love to see more women leaders in the workplace. And uh, so I started uh, trying to figure out, you know, how to get started, how to hold myself accountable. Uh, I actually found a business coach. Um, Her name's Courtney Baker. I hired her uh, and went through her 12-week program and she is amazing. I had a group program, made some amazing friends through that group who were going through that same journey with me. And 
Yeah, I, I've, I've helped so many women along the way get promoted at work. So now that is what I do as a leadership coach. I help women get promoted at work or I can help them uh, apply for their dream job and work towards that as well. So if there is a woman out there who would like to connect with you, would like to talk to you about being in a coaching relationship, how can she connect with you? My website is NicoleHarrop.com. It's N-I-C-H-O-L-E-H-A-R-R-O-P.com. And I'm also on Instagram at Nicole.Harrop. Perfect. So... A couple more questions before we let you go. If you could send a message to yourself 10 years ago, what would you tell the younger Nicole? Oh, wow. That's a good one. Uh, I would tell her that she can definitely do hard things. It will all be worth it in the end. And to never let anyone else's opinion of you uh, let let it get you down. Uh, I think far too many times I let other people tell me what my capabilities were or where my, you know, ceiling is. Uh, and I've realized over the years with some great people by my side that the sky really is the limit. And if I only knew that back then, I could probably be in an even better place now. But uh, you live and you learn. But you know, we've all got our what-ifs and should-haves, but sometimes going through what we went through puts us where we need to be. So we've talked about your journey. We've talked about your different stops. we talked about your struggles. We talked about your advancement to be a leadership coach. Is there any part of your story that we've missed or that you would like me to talk more about? I don't think so. I I think my main message is just that I want to have more women feel confident in themselves. Uh, feel I want women to be empowered to give themselves permission to do those hard things and take those risks. So that's really what my one-on-one program and coaching a group coaching program are centered around is ways to help women be more self-aware, more confident, and being able to, you know, work through those hard things and get promoted. I love it. So one more question before we let you go. Mm -hmm. Who is your favorite leader and why? Sure. Uh, I've had some really great leaders in, in my life and one book that I've read recently is The Carpenter by John Gordon. If you haven't heard of it, definitely check it out. Um, the focus there is to lead, serve, and care for the people that you're uh, mentoring, managing. Uh, and honestly, the person who comes to mind the most, uh, and like I said, is is his name is Jeremy. He's the one who took the risk on me originally when he was strongly advised to pick someone else who had 10 years experience when I had two. And our friendship and uh, journey 
from the last eight or so years has been really amazing where sometimes I'm helping him through hard things. Sometimes he's helping me through hard things. So it really is cool. Um, it's a really neat thing when there's mutual benefits to that relationship. So I would have to say he, he is one of my uh, inspirations. <laughs> he really is such a great person. It's great to hear, and someday there'll be somebody saying Nicole Harrop when we they can ask that question. That's so, cool. <laughs> I want to thank you for being on. Uh, as we were talking, I had to say or think to myself, you are the first female guest we've had on the show, and I couldn't think of a better person to have on the show for the first female guest because it is that message of empowerment and alignment with what a female leader might need to hear as she faces some of the struggles uh, that we face as we go through this. So I appreciate you being on here and sharing that message. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I am so grateful to have been on your podcast and to be a female voice and hope that it, it resonates with your audience. So that was our interview with Nicole Harrop. I took a lot away from that conversation, including just having perseverance to fight through struggles. I did want to go back and address one thing we spoke about. We addressed, again, her hurdles, including having to deal with sexual harassment. And we spoke about that from Nicole's point of view. But I just wanted to mention that obviously that can happen to anyone regardless of gender. And it is a horrible thing that thankfully we are seeing less and less of. And hopefully nobody has to deal with it again. If you'd like to work with Nicole or talk to Nicole, you can find her at NicoleHarrop.com. You can find me at BrianRollo.com or email me at Brian at BrianRollo.com. Love to hear from you. Love your feedback. If you found our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, please subscribe, follow, rate, review, whatever you can do. Much appreciated. So that is it for today. Appreciate you being along for the ride. Go out there, lead with impact, and have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.